It is zero hour 30 universal time. And here is the news in special English. The Russian foreign minister says Syrian President Bashar al-Assad will continue promised reforms and soon set a date for a vote on a new constitution. Sergei Lavrov spoke after the two men met in Damascus. Russian state media reports say Mr. Assad is ready to communicate with the opposition. But anti-government activists say they do not want to negotiate while Mr. Assad's forces continue a deadly campaign against dissenters. Separately, France, Italy, and Spain withdrew their ambassadors from Syria. Also Tuesday, six Arab nations announced they are withdrawing their ambassadors. The United States has closed its embassy in Damascus. And a spokesperson for President Obama said American officials are discussing possible humanitarian aid for Syrians. A Hezbollah leader has said for the first time that his group receives money and other support from Iran. Hassan Nasrallah said that before, Hezbollah confirmed receiving only political support from Iran because it wanted to protect Iran from possible criticism. Mr. Nasrallah also said that if Israel attacks Iran, the Iranian government will not ask Hezbollah to do anything. Mr. Nasrallah said his group will make its own decision about how to respond. The militant group began fighting Israel in 1982. Mr. Nasrallah spoke by video to supporters in Beirut, Lebanon. Greek police have clashed with some of the thousands of striking workers in Athens. The workers are protesting the latest measures by the government to meet the demands of international lenders. Some demonstrators ran up the steps of Parliament and threw rocks at police. Police fired tear gas and hit some of the demonstrators with sticks. The day-long strike stopped transportation, closed schools and stores, and canceled government services. It was the second strike this year. The country's transitional prime minister, Lucas Papathimos, delayed talks with other government officials about new measures until Wednesday. He is continuing to negotiate with Greece's creditors. Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin continued his campaign for president Tuesday. Opposition crowds continued protesting his candidacy for what would be a third presidential term. Mr. Putin met with his campaign officials and answered questions from people in a crowd. 
He said he will not immediately dismiss campaign officials who have been accused of wrongdoing. At the same time, opposition groups shouted anti-Putin chants. They also gave away papers saying, Twelve more years? Thank you, no. Russians have been holding protests since the parliamentary elections in December. The opposition has accused the ruling government of cheating. Twenty-nine Chinese workers kidnapped in Sudan have been freed. Rebels with the Sudanese People's Liberation Movement North captured the workers eleven days ago in southern Kordofan state at a road-building camp. A Red Cross airplane transported them from Sudan to Nairobi, where Chinese embassy officials receive them. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. In Burma, supportive crowds greeted pro-democracy leader Aung San Suu Kyi in the country's Irrawaddy Delta. She last traveled there in 1989, ahead of elections won by her National League of Democracy party. Those elections were overturned by Burma's military rulers. The crowds in Irrawaddy welcomed her as she tries to win votes for her party in the planned April elections. She is competing for one of 48 seats in Parliament. Witnesses say two separate explosions have shaken the central Nigerian city of Kaduna. Police say one explosion took place near a bridge, and the other happened at the base of the army's first mechanized division near Kaduna. Officials said the number of dead and injured was not known. Police were investigating reports that a suicide bomber carried out the attack on the base. Witnesses say soldiers blocked off the area and stopped rescue workers from entering. There was no immediate claim of responsibility for the explosions. But the Islamist group Boko Haram has been blamed for an increase in attacks against police, military, and government targets. A California appeals court has ruled that a ban on same-sex marriage violates the American Constitution. Three judges decided the case Tuesday in San Francisco. Two judges voted against the ban. They said the law serves no purpose but to decrease the human rights of homosexuals. The third judge said he thought the government could have reasons to restrict same-sex marriages. Voters had approved the ban in 2008. 
Several American states and the District of Columbia permit same-sex couples to marry. Roman Catholic leaders are being told they need to stop protecting clergy who are accused of sexually abusing children. Psychologists and a victim of sexual abuse spoke at a conference of church leaders in Rome. A top church official told the conference that the church should pay attention to the victims of clergy abuse. Monsignor Stephen Rossetti said the church should tell clergy who abuse children that they have no place in the Catholic community. One victim of clergy abuse was invited to the conference. Marie Collins was attacked when she was 13 years old. She said listening to the victims is one of the most important things the church can do. And now, here again is the major news. Russia's foreign minister says Syrian President Bashar al-Assad will continue with promised reforms as soon and soon set a date for a vote on a new constitution. A Hezbollah leader has said for the first time that his group receives money and other support from Iran. And Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin has continued his campaign for president, while opposition crowds continued protesting his candidacy. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.